this episode is going to have a lot of horrific and gruesome details of Amber Heard's witness statement. It's horrific. There's some horrific things that are discussed. So be warned. There's some pretty horrifying experiences that are going to be spoken about in this episode. You're listening to The Virginia Truth. Welcome back to another episode of the Virginia Truth with me, Knuckle, where I continue to look at the trial between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, and I continue to provide my take on what I think of their witness statements. I break them down, I analyze them, I critique them, um, and I give you my honest and brutal view. And I know it is brutal. My take can be too brutal at times, but hey. I think that's what it's about. I think there's too many people out there that are sitting on the fence, that are afraid to speak their truth because they're afraid. They're afraid of people coming and attacking them. But hey, it comes with the territory. I know this will upset people at times, especially if you love Amber Heard and you believe everything Amber Heard says. What I say will upset you. I know it will. And that's okay. You're entitled to that. You're entitled to be upset about the things I say. Um, but please, just understand that I, I don't just speak loosely. I speak with research i speak with the i'm speaking on the evidence provided and as i've said to you guys if amber and her team come up with some compelling evidence in the coming weeks of the trial they've failed to do so so far but if they manage to come up with some compelling evidence then i'm sure we will all change our stance but um until then i will speak on what we know so far and what we know so far does not look good for amber okay that's just the that's just the brutal honest truth she, and I'm not saying that in terms of the trial, I'm talking about with who was the abuser. Because as I've said with the trial, the technicalities of the trial makes it 50-50. It could go either way. But we, as to who we think or who we consider the abuser in that relationship right now, I think we can all say, well, not definitely not all, but I think a lot of us can say that if we're being honest with ourselves, it does look like Amber was the abuser. Again, not, not a popular opinion with everyone. And I know I get a lot of people getting upset with me for that. But that's my take. And I know that a lot of people feel that way. Some people are afraid to say that. But um, yeah, I, I want to be the voice that is not going to sit on the fence and trying to be politically correct and try and appease everyone. You're never going to please everyone. So yeah. Um, but anyway, let's begin. Let's begin by continuing to look at what Amber's been saying. Because Amber's said a lot. And as I said, I'm going to take things in each episode and focus on them and break them down um, because that's the best way to tackle this very complex case so let's talk about the time when she amber was going to australia to be with johnny oh that, that's that's where things really really took off i mean i think throughout their relationship things were very up and down but um yeah australia was where i think it really <laughs> Things really hit the fan there. It really hit the fan. So, Amber was talking about Australia. Now, she said she flew from London via Dubai. Uh, probably on Emirates, I'd imagine. Um, shout out Emirates. They are not a sponsor, but I love Emirates. They're my favourite airline. Well, for, for specific destinations, um, they're my favourite airline. Especially, like, travelling in Asia and stuff. Anyway, that's not important. Um, so, she, she called Johnny on the layover. 
uh, when she was in Dubai and he confirmed he wanted her there um, and when she arrived she says he looked like he had lost a ton of weight again guys I'm going to point out that's these de these details may seem like hmm, why is she saying this the reason she's saying this is because she's painting the picture that Johnny was this drug addict he was a mess he, he, he was he couldn't he wasn't having his thoughts you know he couldn't think properly he was getting things muddled up he was passing out which he was falling asleep really but not passing out but anyway she would call it passing out um, and now he lost a ton of weight uh, he was filming for a movie though um, and considering he's filming for one of the biggest franchises in the world pirates um, I'm pretty sure that there would have been people that he'd be working with even if he was losing a lot of weight they would have said hey dude you know you need a dietitian you need to put on some weight you know that's how the movie industry works um so she might be fooling people who don't know how the industry works but that it, i just don't think a, a big production house would allow their actor to be out of shape um or not look right for the role so i don't think they would have um i think if he really was looking that bad there would have been something done so clearly he can't have been that bad anyhow that night at dinner amber says that johnny pulled out a bag of mdma um and she goes, I was surprised because at the time there was no question mark as to how I would respond to that. Or so I thought. He kind of suggested that we do it together. And I said, absolutely not. Um, Amber, by the way, does MDMA. She does do MDMA. But um, I feel like sometimes she's trying to portray that I would be flabbergasted that you would suggest that I would do drugs. How dare you suggest that, Your Honour? Um, but anyway, yeah. So... She does do drugs, um, and there's question marks, there's some suggestions um, that she liked them a, a little too much as well, from the testimonies we've heard so far in this trial. But anyway, an altercation began, and Amber said that Johnny shoved her, and she went flying across the floor. She went flying across the floor. Um, again, that's an interesting description. She remembers thinking, it looked so easy for him to throw her across the floor interesting statement yet again amber then says that she barricaded herself in the bedroom and took some sleeping pills when she came downstairs she found he had not slept and she tried to get him to eat he, he again brought up her co-stars so again she's going back to the point where she would always say johnny was jealous so she's again insinuating that johnny was just constantly saying to her oh my god you were working with co-stars you were working with other men and women you must be cheating on me this is what amber's trying to portray um, and then she said, uh, she, she then began to speak about earlier in the evening and she was asked about what drugs Johnny had consumed. Um, she, she wasn't asked about how many drugs she'd consumed. That was an interesting thing. So I'm sure that will come up later on, um, because th this, these questions are coming from her own lawyer, Elaine, um, who is uh, trying to paint the picture. So she didn't ask Amber how many drugs she'd taken that night because Amber was partial to drugs. Uh, she liked them. Um... So I'm sure that it wasn't just Johnny. If it was the case that Johnny was on drugs, I'm sure it wasn't just him. She said she believes he took 8 to 10 MDMA pills. Very specific number. Very interesting. Um, and Amber then says that another altercation began when she came back downstairs. And Johnny Depp had her up against the wall in the bar area. And she said he hit her head hard. She said he called her names, including whore, sluts and fat ass heard then says that she sh uh, he shoved her against the wall and he says you want to go little girl um i have to say that there's a lot of points in this trial 
where uh, in, in in Amber's time in the witness stand, there's been so many times where she says, like she always brings up these these words that Johnny would have said, like you want to go there, girl? Oh, you you're not so tough now, are you? And he would say these things, and I'm like, these don't sound things like think that they just, they just don't sound like things you'd say that you can imagine Johnny saying to Amber. You can't imagine a man saying that to a woman. Like you think you're tough now? Like she claims that he said that at one point. And why? Why? I don't know. <laughs> if I if I'm thinking like I'm gonna be an abuser, right? If I'm thinking I'm gonna be an abuser and I'm gonna abuse someone, particularly a woman, I'm not gonna say to her, "You think you're tough now?" I, I don't know. It just doesn't. It just this sounds like. And I know there's been a lot of accusations that Amber likes to quote from movies, um, which some of those things have been debunked, by the way. So it's not all true. Um, and some of those things have been framed in a certain way. So I'm not quite going to um, say that she everything she does is from a movie, but she does speak in very in a Shakespearean way at times, you know, and, and she does speak in a very scripted and movie-esque way. So I understand where people are coming from when they when they bring up certain things that she said and the way she said them. Like even with the tea, lots of tea, and they're the quoting, that she, and then that's a scene from Notting Hill when Julie Roberts is saying that. But again, I, I don't know. I don't want to make that comparison just because um, I guess that can happen. It could be a coincidence. Um, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt because I think I've been very critical of Amber. So let me just give her some benefits here, okay? That's gonna. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. But she does speak in, I'm going to refer to Dr. Shannon Curry again. Dr. Shannon Curry said that Amber would, was a bit of a, she was a bit deluded and she would always speak in sort of flowery terms, you know, and it was just a way of doing things. And again, this, she's, always, she's, she's doing this again you know, speaking in flowery terms about things, uh, whenever she'd, she'd um, talk about certain elements of their relationship. Like, you know, he would want to make a smile every day, he said to her, and all these little things um, that she claims. But the key thing is, whenever she quotes Johnny saying certain things, it's always the most cheesiest things. And I just can't imagine that's how Johnny speaks, or I can't imagine him saying that to a woman, you know? Um, because I don't even think men say that. Like, you see this in high school TV dramas where guys are like, oh, you think you're tough now? You know, where I just don't think you say that to a woman. So, again, she and she comes up with very specific lines, does Amber. And it's like, wow, Amber, you must have, like, this amazing memory where you can just quote things. Because she, she's quoted so much of what Johnny said. And it's like, how? How do you remember this? Like, I can't remember conversations I had earlier today. You know? So... It's just insane that she can remember these little specific lines. And by the way, again, let me give some benefit to Amber again, okay? Before people start getting wound up. Um, you, what what I understand is that sometimes when somebody can say something that's very hurtful. And when someone says hurt, think hurtful things, it could be 10 years, but you still remember it, okay? So I understand that. But again, some of these lines sound very, sound very cheesy. And I don't know. I, I'm going to question them, okay? I'm not, I'm not, con I'm not completely convinced. Um, anyway. She then recalls having had a hand on his lip lapel and she says he threw her onto a ping pong table and hit her in the face repeatedly. Now this is horrific, okay? This, hitting someone on the ping pong table repeatedly, I mean this is, these scars you cannot hide. Guys, if someone's punching you in the face repeatedly, this is not one punch. One punch will leave a significant mark on your face, especially if it comes from someone like Johnny Depp um, and especially someone that wears rings all the time for God's sake. Um, and, um, yeah, you would know. And if he's hitting Amber repeatedly, first of all, she might not even be alive. 
So that's it's a crazy statement to make. Some of the things that she says that Johnny did. Some of the things that she says, and I'm, we're going to come on to that. They, 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 they are probably going to confuse medical professionals all around the world. Honestly, some of the some of the allegations she comes out with. You, you, yeah, well, I'll, I'll speak about those in, in, when I come on to them. But for now, let's just talk about this incident. So yeah, again, now, now there's pictures of her the next day where there's no sign of her having any of these scars. So she's been punched repeatedly. This is going to leave a significant, significant scars and marks on bruises. There's nothing on her the next day in these pictures that are out there after this alleged incident. So that's a very interesting thing. Anyway, the argument, and I'm sure that Johnny Depp's team will be bringing this up. So, you know, maybe we're jumping ahead here, you know, but we're forecasting a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean, like I said, this is why I'm looking forward to the cross-examination. But um, because I think a lot of things that we've been talking about on this show, and I think they're gonna, there's going to be a lot of evidence, I think, provided for that, like conclusive evidence, you know, hard-hitting evidence, where I think that it will be irrefutable for Amber to come back from. I'm hoping that's going to be the case, and I think it will be for many things that we're speaking about. So yes, they might, they may sound a little bit harsh on her right now, but um, and in the previous epi episodes, it might sound a little bit harsh. But it will come together in the coming weeks. Um, the argument turned to his drinking. And she says he taunted her with a bottle of liquor. Which she event eventually gets hold of and smashes on the floor. Um, as the fight continues, she says Johnny Depp had a broken bottle against her face at one point. And Amber says that he, she was trapped behind the bar area. And... He was apparently throwing bottles and cans of soda at her. Right, that's not funny, okay? The actual incident, if true, is not funny. But Amber then said that she's unsure of the exact order of the events of the fight. So for someone that remembers so many little details, she doesn't remember the events of the fight. I think that's a purposeful ploy that she's, she's admitted that because she knows that these questions are going to come hard at her next week um, from the cross-examination team. Because this was the incident where Johnny actually lost the, the tip of his finger. Because in Johnny's uh, witness statement, he said that Amber had thrown two vodka bottles at him. One was significantly larger and that was the one that chopped the tip of his finger off. Um, and yeah, that's what led to that. So that this is that incident. This is the night where Johnny lost the tip of his finger because Amber was throwing things at him. But she claims it was him that was throwing bottles and cans of soda at her. Now again guys, this is going to be a case of where you might say it's his word against hers, right? But this is the difference. There's so much, there's been so many witness statements and evidence, people that have come in and, and given their, their evidence saying, we saw Amber throw things at Johnny, we saw her throw lighters at Johnny, we saw her throw Red Bull cans at Johnny, and to top it all off, Johnny has lost the tip of his, tip of his finger. Amber's saying Johnny would throw these bottles at her and cans of soda at her, but then Amber did had, has no injuries as a result of that. Johnny does. So who do you believe in this instant? Who do you believe in this instance? You know, who do you believe? So I think, you know, I'm just trying to give you some kind of, um, I'm trying to explain how I've, you know, reached the conclusion I've reached. Um, so, yeah, this happens. And then she says, now this, this is where it got really painful to listen to. Because, again, women go through this. Women go through this, this type of abuse. And it's horrific. And the men that do this to women need to be put away they need to be locked up and they need to be punished this is unacceptable behavior so the what, what amber's saying happens to other women it does 
However, the question is, did this happen to Amber? That's the question. And this is this is the part that was very difficult to listen to because A, she was making this very hard because she was fake crying. And yes, I've said that, okay? She was fake crying. People that may not like that again, but she was. In my opinion, I did not think she was really crying. And she claims she, she had a nightgown that was ripped off at her and she was naked. So, see, that's painful to listen to, though, because, again, lots of women are in that position where a man might be aggressive with her and he might rip her nightgown and she and, and he might, you know, have her naked when she doesn't want to be and, you know, he's abusing her. And, you know, they, these things happen and they're horrific and, again, people that do that need to be locked up. But, again, did this happen to Amber is the question. Did this actually happen? Because, remember, Johnny had his finger slit open. Um... Johnny Depp was screaming at her that she ruined his life and he was bashing the phone against the wall over and over again. Well, I think that was... If, if Johnny did say that, he was definitely right about that. <laughs> she did ruin his life. Um, Amber then testified that she couldn't see Johnny as Johnny had um, her pinned on the countertop and she felt like she couldn't breathe and couldn't get through to him. Right, now, so this is the instance where, again, John, she said she couldn't see Johnny as in... She was talking in very flowery terms again, as Dr. Am uh, Dr. Shannon Curry said, where Amber would do that. And she was, you know, she was in, she was in tears at this point, except there was no tears. She was, just, she was just crying, making sounds of crying without the crying. Does that make sense? You know, there's just lots of sounds. She was making a lot of sound. Um, she was performing. OK, she was performing. In my opinion, my opinion, she was performing. And um, yeah, she said. Like he was, he was doing all these things, so and, and and she couldn't see Johnny. Now I don't think she means that literally. I think she just means like, he just he was somebody else. You know, he was this monster. She didn't say the word monster, but she was in. You know, she was referring to like he was just somebody else. She couldn't see him, so he just disappeared into the orbit, and there was a ghost that was choking her or something. Um, anyway, she she said she pushed she pushed back over the bar, and she she said she could see his arm moving, and could feel pressure on her pubic bone. Then she says she had a bottle that he had put a bottle inside of her. Now, this this allegation was horrific. OK, this was horrific because this was getting into territory that oh, like if anybody's ever gone through this, like I, I don't know what to say. It's just horrific, you know, and like I said, whoever would do such a thing to anyone um, deserves to be put away, punished big time because this is just crazy. It's just insane. It's horrific. It's just inhumane. But did this happen to Amber is the question. And she said, so she had this bottle inside of her. Now, this is a broken bottle, right? Now, he said he, she was he was putting it inside of her, you know, and, you know, using it as a dildo, basically. <laughs> oh, it's just horrific. You know, the details are horrific. And it was very difficult to listen to, like I said, because the allegations were strong. Like it's a, it's a it's not it's not a light allegation to make on someone, but it's also because people have gone through this and it's it's just that she's coming out with this story and it's like well you know she's not someone that you can trust with that story, um, and it, it just I don't know it just really does make you feel like someone's obviously lying in this case and whoever is lying, and again you can make your own mind up on who you think is lying, but whoever is lying is telling horrific lies like these aren't just these aren't white lies these aren't just small lies these are horrific lies and these are things that real people face these are things that real people face and have lost their lives over and here's the thing 
why did she not go to see a doctor or a nurse? Ladies, I'm sure you, you, you know, it's going to get into gruesome detail here, but having a broken bottle inside of you, it's going to damage you, right? It's going to damage you. <laughs> I mean, how did, how is she okay? You know, like, this is horrific. So, yeah, she had this broken bottle inside of her that Johnny was putting in, in her, you know, and that would lead to a lot of, that would lead to a lot of pain, you know, <laughs> like, that's an understatement, that would just, oh, it's, it's crazy, it's insane, so, again, why was she not seeing a doctor, why was she not seeing a nurse, why is there no medical record of this happening, because this is not something that just happens and it's just over, you know, this is a, a goddamn broken bottle inside of you, anyway, she managed to get away and retreat, and retreat to a bathroom, and, um, yeah, when she was talking about this uh, bottle that was penetrating her, she said, I felt this pressure. I felt this pressure on my pubic bone. And like I said, she was really crying at this point. And um, Amber then went, went on to say that she took a bunch of, of uh, sleeping pills, which she then corrected. She said, by a bunch, I mean two. Because we all use the word bunch when we're referring to the number two. Um, and um, yeah, I, I don't know. I felt like she was trying to... I think she was trying to go in a direction there, but then she realized, hang on, I can't go for, I can't go that far. I can't suggest that I was doing something. Um, but I didn't like the way she framed that. You know, to say she took a bunch of sleeping pills when she was referring to two, is um, a little bit um, cunning, I would say. Um, but anyway, and then she said that, yeah. So she went to sleep that night. After all this had happened, after all of this had happened, she went to sleep. Um. And when she came downstairs in the morning, she found all this writing on the walls and blood and broken furniture everywhere. Um, she said that she'd found Johnny Depp and he, she discovered his injured finger and realised he'd been using it to paint and that a long time had passed. Um, she then went on to say that she tried making Johnny Depp coffee, but he wanted a Red Bull, which he threw at the TV. <laughs> it's not funny, but I mean, it's just because this does not go along with what we were initially told happened um and she said the security walked in um and she said that he at this point was trying to urinate outside in the lobby and again we heard this and this was a this is this has now become an infamous moment in the in the courtroom where the security guard that was there that day that amber spoke about he he denies that this happened he denies that johnny had his penis out and was urinating because he said, if I'd have seen Johnny Depp's penis, I'd have remembered it. <laughs> so, yeah. So that that's one thing that didn't happen. We've had a, a, a real witness testimony deny that. And of course, Johnny has denied it as well. And, um, yeah, Nurse Debbie Lloyd said that she tried to sedate her, but she refused. Um, only taking a quarter of what she was offered. Um, she said that she found food all over the house, including mashed potatoes and spinach smeared on the walls, which she had taken out for dinner. She said the steaks that she was going to prepare were still raw and cut into pieces and wrapped in the shreds of her nightgown. Oh, these are, these are just crazy details. Um, and then she questioned further when she was asked more about the bottle in the bar. She said it was a liquor bottle with a clear, clear liquid and it did not have a handle. Um... And uh, she was she was asked again about the sexual assault, and she just said that Johnny kept saying, "I will fucking kill you" over and over again. Um, and um, yeah, she was asked about the she obviously they were just trying to make sure what happened in there. So she was asked again about the penetration of her vagina during the assault, 
and she said that Johnny had the bottle inside of her and he was shoving it inside me over and over again which is when I was when I mentioned before that she was he was using it almost like a dildo um, but I don't know if that's like the best comparison because it's just insane um, so yeah you know they, these are these are serious allegations but I just feel like the bottle bit you know this is a broken bottle I, I, it just sounds like a strange thing to do though you know like yeah this whole story just sounds really absurd it just sounds really absurd um but again all i'll say is i look forward to the cross-examination um this is not how johnny has described it um uh, johnny described it saying he was sat at the bar she began throwing bottles at him that's how he lost the tip of his finger um and that's that's that element of the story um so yeah we 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 don't know we don't know um i think we have a good idea about what happened because at the end of it all, Amber came out of this with no injuries, despite the fact that she was beaten horrifically, as she claims. But Johnny Depp, at the at the end of this, came out with having lost the tip of his finger. Um, so, again, you know, I think the evidence kind of speaks for itself. And this is real-life evidence. <laughs> this is, this is, doesn't even need to be in the courtrooms. We've seen Johnny's lost his finger, so the tip of his finger. So, yeah. But anyway, the cross-examination, again, is going to be key to breaking all of this down um but anyway yeah that that is that is just all horrific and like i said you know that is the details that amber gave were oh i mean the fact that people actually go through this i mean whether or not amber went through this we don't know uh we're gonna find out i think in the weeks to come um again i think there's enough evidence for us to make our minds up you guys know where i stand um i'm actually interested to know what you think you know and write in again the email is in the description um so yeah check there for the email address to get the correct spelling it's johnnyvamber at outlook.com but just confirm with the spelling in the uh, description and tell me what you think tell me what you think what are your views on this incident that happened because um, I've got my views but I want to hear yours um, and you know based on the evidence because there's plenty of evidence on this uh, matter because it's been spoken about in depth but again I just want to say you know it's just horrific you know and whether or not Amber's telling the truth on this we don't know um we can assume but one thing i will say is that real people go through this and it is just horrific you know and the fact that this is being played out on tv look this trial does need to be on tv i've got no problem with that because this is a you know i think a lot of us are having very important discussions and conversations about this but um i can only imagine that this is opening up a lot of wounds for people out there um and maybe you know some ptsd or maybe feeling some trauma by watching this and you know my thoughts are with those people and if you're one of those that's listening you know my thoughts are with you um honestly because i know that this can't watching this can't be easy and i've had a lot of people say to me that they they themselves are victims of domestic violence and they find watching amber very difficult because they don't believe her and they they've actually seen these things happen in real life to them and yeah they, I, I feel for them double because when I say double I mean twice you know twice as much because not only are they seeing what they went through being spoken about but it is by a potential person that may have not even experienced this at all and they're just using that as a story to frame someone so that makes it even worse so um yeah honestly you know it's, it's horrific and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing some conclusive answers, you know, and I'm again, the cross-examination is going to be fascinating. We have that. It's going to happen next week. And um, yeah, let's hope that we can get to the bottom of this. Um, but yeah, horrific stuff. Horrific, horrific stuff. <laughs>
that brings us to the end of this episode of the virginia truth thank you for listening and join us next time as we continue to unravel the relationship of johnny depp and amber heard take care and stay woke (laughs) Thank you.